This is episode 16. It's still October, and we're talking about must-see horror films and the best horror films to binge if you want to have a good, scary marathon. In the last episode, we caught up on the talking about the best zombie TV shows, and because October is one of my favorite months, and I like to watch classic horror, everything horror, anything to do with horror, so that's why I'm going to continue to talk about horror for the month of October. And after speaking about The Walking Dead, we talked about Fear the Walking Dead, we talked about the new show, The Walking Dead, The World Beyond, last time with my guest, Anna. Now, I haven't been able to record as many podcast episodes as I would have liked because, unfortunately, another hurricane hit my hometown and I was without power for seven days. I could not watch, binge, or record like I wanted to because battery life on my phone and iPad was so limited. So now we're going to catch up with as much as we can because Halloween is a week from now, so let's get to it. All right. My guest today is someone who is about as obsessed with binging as I am. And if I had a binging nemesis, this would be the guy. (laughs) (laughs) So let's give a big woohoo shout out to my good friend, Blake LeBlanc. Woohoo! What's up, Blake? Hey. Thanks for agreeing to come on the podcast. You doing okay? I'm doing pretty well. I'm just sitting in my room. I've got like my spooky stuff going on to get into the mood for the podcast. Nice, nice. I was at your apartment and I thought you were starting to decorate for Halloween. So kudos to you. The only thing I do for Halloween is buy a lot of Halloween candy and watch a lot of horror movies and horror TV shows. Yeah, I usually try to watch Harry Potter all the way through like at least once. Kind of one of the things I do. But this year... I'm actually going to be going to Austin for Halloween, so I don't know what we're really going to do out there. I mean, I don't plan on, like, going out and everything still because of pandemic-wise, but we'll probably find some stuff to do. I mean, it's full moon in Austin. Like, I'm sure we'll get weird. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of cool stuff we can do in Austin. I used to live in Austin, and we used to have fun around Halloween when I lived in Austin. So, um, well, I mean, you went through the same hurricane I went through, but you had power. So I didn't have power for a while. So let's just talk about what have you been binging in general? Because I know there's a lot of things that you always bring my attention to that I haven't binged. In general, have you had a chance to binge anything new, any of the new stuff that's been on? Um, well, they finally put the last season of Shit's Creek on Netflix. And you've heard me talk about that show. I'm completely obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten my boyfriend to watch it because I feel like it's really like it's a really important show for the LGBT community and it's just an awesome little sitcom too and it's just it's amazing so that is one that I always recommend to everybody because um, it never really shows like any homophobia it's always just kind of accepted in it and so it's nice to see that 
and them not have to like play into the stereotypes of like that you're always going to run into it everywhere they're trying to show like what the world could be if that didn't exist Mm-hmm. So that's really cool, and if you watch that, you should definitely watch the documentary that's also on Netflix, and where they explain everything that I pretty much just said. Um, mm-hmm. And it was created by Eugene Levy and Daniel Levy, who uh, Canadians know Daniel Levy, and I mean everybody knows Eugene Levy. <clears throat> so that's a good one. And then also, right now, actually, also to get into the booth for the podcast, I'm watching uh, the first season of Evil. That is now on Netflix. It's oh man, I liked that show. Yeah, that came out on CBS. Um, I think it was at the beginning of 2019, and also that was when Prodigal Son came out. Prodigal Son was on Fox, and Evil started on CBS right about the same time. Love yeah. the guy that plays in it because he was Luke Cage, of course. Yeah, and, and I remember seeing reminded me of um, Poltergeist a lot. Yeah, and I remember seeing, um, like, a lot of trailers for it, but I don't watch cable TV anymore, to be honest. We don't even have cable at the apartment that I live in now. Yeah, me neither. So I just stream it, and I saw that it was on Netflix since this October. I was like, well, I have to give it a shot. And it's been pretty good so far. Yeah, I I, I have it on my list, but I'm going to wait till November and just try to binge all the way through because um, that's so much that I – still haven't seen for the month of October that I want to see. So um, I actually put everything on hold. I was in the middle of binging, and I was going old school here back in the day, Alias with Jennifer Garner. And that was like, what, 22 episodes a season, and it was on for like five or six years. And right now I think I'm at the end of season three. So I put that on hold so that I can start binging my horror stuff before, you know, the end of the month. So with that said, besides stuff like The Boys and um, Umbrella Academy and some stuff that's on Hulu, I I haven't gotten into my horror binges yet. So let's talk about horror movies. Woohoo! Okay, so the first thing that I was kind of thinking about whenever you asked me to like do this was um everybody loves the classics you know so like we could talk about those for a minute get everybody to like remember those because i feel like um not quite my generation because i wasn't around when they were made but like people older than me can look back at these horror movies and it's like nostalgic too and also they have a bunch of the remakes for people my age now but who really cares about those i never as good but so anyways, I was thinking of, like, the first thing, um, if you just want, like, some nostalgia and just go back to the day, uh, Child's Play, like, the original Chucky movies. Okay, wait a minute. Are you calling Child's Play an old classic? That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, <laughs> these movies are, like, old. Okay, old classics, dude, are, like... Creature from the Black Lagoon and the original Dracula and Frankenstein and those are old classics. Well, Judy, you're much older than I. <laughs> you have a different. All right, so my old classics are different than your old classics. Okay, exactly. so would you consider Child's Play an older classic than the very first series that really took everybody by surprise, Halloween? Well, no. 
Halloween okay. definitely was like the first one. Okay. And then would you consider Child's Play to be like, um, it came after Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street movies, right? Yeah, Friday the 13th came out in 1980 and Nightmare on Elm Street came out in 1984. Okay, what about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies? I believe those were in the 70s, but I'm not sure about that one. Okay, so The Exorcist, in your mind, is a classic. Not the remakes, but, like, the original. That's like the, yeah, like, because, like, I remember growing up, like, those were the movies that my mom talked about watching. Okay, so let's talk about your classics. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I feel like, for my generation, like, these are the classics, because it's what we grew up hearing about from our parents and stuff, and then, like, mm-hmm. we're getting the remakes, which are shit. But, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I was thinking, that. like, just to tell people, like, maybe what they might want to binge watch this month to, like, you know, just feel nostalgic and nostalgic. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, The Evil Dead came out in 1981. Um, a few years ago, I don't remember exactly when they made a remake that I watched, and it was pretty twisted. And so I feel like, especially for people older than me, like back in the day, that was pretty grotesque and gross. So I feel like that would still creep them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nightmare on Elm Street, everybody. You know, loves Freddy. Mm-hmm. And then Halloween, like, gave us Jamie Lee Curtis. So who wouldn't want to watch that again? Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie, you know, we got um, <gasps> I Chloe Moretz. I forgot about Carrie. It's not on, I cannot believe I forgot about Carrie. It's not on my list. I remember the original one with Sissy Spacek and John Travolta and Amy Irving. And the girl that was in Halloween was also in it. And me and my friends would just make fun of that movie constantly. But it was really a good movie. I remember the original, Carrie. I haven't watched any of the remakes. Well, I've seen both. Like, obviously, the original is still, like, the best. But Mm -hmm. the new one with uh, Chloe Moretz, like, I I think she's an amazing actress. And I really enjoyed that movie as well. Um, One thing that has always freaked me out with, like, horror movies and stuff is, like, Catholicism and the church and stuff. Mm-hmm. demons and stuff like that those are the ones that always get me but they're like my favorite ones to watch because so. <laughs> like annabelle like in the conjuring series those are like they've made like the most money ever out of like any other horror genre or not genre excuse me but like horror universe like they they're amazing those movies are so good they have a lot of recent types of movies based on like theme from the exorcist with you know, possession and stuff like that. Now, I've only seen two of The Conjuring, and I saw those coming to watch to watch those last year. I haven't started watching the Annabelle movies yet. I'm gonna try and squeeze through that this, you know, this month. But I haven't seen those yet. You definitely should. I highly recommend it. Those movies scared the shit out of me, <laughs> and they're just like these movies. That's what I love about horror. Like within, I would say, like the last, like. 10 years maybe Mm -hmm. it's like they put a lot of story into these movies now and so those pull you in too because people like care about the story and they're actually like invested into it and then it also like scares the shit out of you and i feel like it wasn't like that back in the day it was literally just like oh my god the babysitter is about to die again Mm -hmm. and you know that was kind of that's why i don't watch too many of the classics that we were talking about earlier like I have, and I do like them, but also I would rather watch 
not remakes, but like original stuff that's being made now. I feel like there's so much more heart poured into them. And that's what I like, like, especially um, if you guys want to do like streaming um, shows on Netflix, Mm -hmm. um, The Haunting of Hill House is amazing. Loved it. The entire cast in the show. I loved it. I was like, oh my God, that is so cool. It reminds me. It creeped me the hell out. Yeah. And there were like so many jumps, or not so many, but like there were a few jump scares too. And those usually don't get me, and they got me good. It takes a lot for a horror movie to really scare me. I I have to admit, a lot of times, and maybe I just do it out of nervousness, I'll laugh if something kind of scares me. I'll just kind of yeah. Do you do that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just if I'm around people, because then I'm like, ah, embarrassing, like whatever. That doesn't really scare me. Mm Um, all right, so so I'm going to run through just some names of, of different horror films, and then you just jump in and tell me something about it if we haven't already talked about it. We talked about Halloween. Yes. First one, always the best one. Although the last one, the one they did in 2018, was actually a really good movie. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis came back for that one. Mm-hmm. That was actually, like, the first time I watched the Halloween movies, like, for sure, because I knew... Like since she, I, I was never really that interested in them, and then whenever I found out they were making a movie where she was coming back, I went ahead and watched them, and I was like, okay, thank you, yeah. Emily Curtis, we love you. So there's like eleven Halloween movies all together. I've probably seen all but two, but the very first one and the very last one are my two favorite. Yeah, because they're just like the ones that say true to the story. The other ones are a bunch of just. Stuff. Uh, just trapped like into a dumpster fire, to be honest. Um, okay, Friday the 13th series. There's 12 Friday the 13th movies. I've maybe seen three. Ooh, I don't even know how many I've seen. <laughs> I could not tell you. The very not first one was the first one that just scared the shit out of me. I didn't know there was that many. It's 12 of them. And, and, and I... And I'm going to do a list, and I'm going to put it on my Facebook page and maybe tweet it and Instagram it. But there's 12 Friday the 13th movies. I didn't know it was that many either. I thought it would be like five. Seems like it's a bit much. But yeah. they look at the Saw movies. Like, that was one of my things. Oh my God. It's like oh. me, my uncle, and my cousin, we watched everyone together. So you've seen all eight of them? Yeah. Wow. I think I've seen three. They're, I mean... They're so horrible. Like, yeah. I cannot get through them now, but <laughs> they were they were pretty freaky back then. I liked the first two, and then after that, I was... And I think... Didn't they just come out with one recently? It was pretty recent, like, the last couple years. Okay. I thought it was even more recent than that. I'm going to have to check on that. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. There's, like, nine total movies in that franchise. I think I've seen two. <laughs> Uh, that one, same as, like, Friday the 13th. I've seen a few. And then, of course, everybody's seen, like, Freddy versus Jason, which... Yeah, what you know to call it, yeah. <laughs> okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's, like, eight movies in that franchise. I've seen maybe three or four. I've seen, I think, two. And those also terrify me, because since we grew up in Texas, there's always, like... I know, right? Conspiracy theories and people like, you know, he's like real, and if he breaks out, he's gonna kill everybody. And I'm like, why would he come here and kill all of us? Like, what? 
But that was always like a conspiracy theory around school. It's like, be careful. Like one day the Texas Chainsaw Killer is going to get you. And it's like, how? Uh-huh. Literally how? Like the minute you hear the chainsaw, you know to run. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's that too. It just makes sense to me. Okay, the original Exorcist. There's five different types of Exorcist movies. I've maybe seen two of them. But the original was the is the classic to me. I mean that one they can never outdo that one. My mom would not let us like watch horror movies growing up or bring them like into the house because she believed it would like bring evil. <laughs> because the like first movie her and my aunt like her horror movie they ever watched together was The Exorcist, and my mom like threw up. Really, she was so scared and like. Yeah, so they like don't do that. She threw up when the when when Linda Blair's character threw up when she starts spitting out stuff. Is that when she threw up? Your mom? No, I think it like literally scared her so bad. <laughs> she just hmm. Uh, Poltergeist, of course, the very first one. Well, the first two I've seen. The first, I think I've seen all of Poltergeist because they only made like two or three, and uh, the first one I mean scared me when she. Uh, fell into the swimming pool in the mud, and then the bodies and skeletons started coming out of the coffins. Yeah, that's scary Freaky shit. I was like, I don't want to be buried. I don't want to go <clears throat> near a cemetery. <laughs> so that one kind of scared me. Yeah, not fun. I know. Um, Amityville Horror. Have you seen any of those? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I, I saw one. Like, I think Ryan Reynolds was in it or something. Was that the remake? Because the original one had um, Margot Kidder. This was. I don't your... think I've ever seen the original. Oh, okay, and that's what the house on haunted. Not is it the house on? What was it you just talked about? The haunting of Hill House. The haunting of Hill House. That kind of reminded me of Amityville Horror. See, have you ever seen Crimson Peak? Yes. Also, that's another good movie, guys. That, it reminded me of that, I guess, because of, like, the big house. Because it has more of that gothic feel to it. And, like, that's kind of a big thing in the gothic Mm -hmm. horror is, like, a house that almost has a personality. And in The Haunting of Hill House, the house actually had a room that, like, they felt like was the source of, like, its feeding so, I mean, I guess that just makes what sense. Made, what made that series so good was, like, the way that they delved into each character. Yes. kind of kept you on edge, like, okay, why is this person reacting this way? And what's going to happen with this person? You know, so it was really, 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 you got so involved with each character. Each character was so different. And I loved how each one of them had, like, some little psychic ability. Mm-hmm. Like or like the girls at least, and kind of Luke because he was a twin, but especially Theo, I loved Theo's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea how she like used her psychic abilities to like go into like the children's psyche and figure out like if their home was safe. And she was like uncovering so many like child rapists because that's such yeah. like a huge thing in the foster system that's so fucked. But yeah. That's I may watch that again because that was really good. You should. It is. And also The Haunting of Bly Manor just came out and so what they did is they made it like an anthology series. And so The Haunting of Bly Manor is created by the same people but it's like completely different story, new characters, a lot of the same actors though. 
Is it on a streaming platform? Yeah, they're both on Netflix. Like, they're Netflix originals. Okay. The Haunting of Bly Manor is actually a gothic romance. And so it's like The Haunting of Hell House. It's just more, um, not so much about the family dynamic, but about the romance and complicated, like, relationships and everybody (laughs) in the house. And it even goes back to, like, the origin story of the house at one point. And it was, like, a whole love triangle with that. Um, but it's a really amazing story. And I've watched, actually, it came out, like, less than two weeks ago, and I binged it twice. Is it a series or a movie? It's a series. There's, like, ten episodes a season. How many seasons? Well, it's The Haunting of Hill House and then The Haunting of Bly Manor. It's oh, created okay. by the same people. It's, like, technically oh, the same. I didn't know they came out with the... Um... Uh, a follow-up to The Haunting of Hill House. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, it's really good. You should. It's got, um, it's got a lot of the same uh, actors in it. Cool. Okay, so I am going to stop the um, guest episode right here because we actually talked about horror movies and and things for over an hour and so instead of putting it all in one hour and a half hour 50 minute long podcast i'm breaking it up into three parts so consider this basically part one and then we'll pick up where we left off in part two and then move on to part three i want to thank my guest blake for being on this podcast i hope we gave you enough material to go out and watch that you can binge for halloween since it is halloween month so happy halloween um so that for right now that's it for this episode of bingeology be sure to reach out to me on my social media i will be putting up a facebook page i've been saying that for a while so i actually need to do that i'm on twitter bingeology and also on instagram bingeology shoot me a, a instagram facebook message anything like that if you have any recommendations for me some good horror films and shows to watch i would appreciate it and i'm sure i overlook something so that's it for now thank you again for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll come back and finish listening to part two and part three because we really get into some good stuff Um, please be sure to stay healthy eat healthy and include breaks in your binge sessions and marathons and always wear a mask and don't forget to vote voting is important go out and vote in the meantime i want you guys to just binge away Woohoo!